I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Max Clegg, Ben Barker, Jake Allen, Richard Lawson, Cameron Heaps, James Shanes, Ben Morley, Common Connor Coles, Connor Mountain, Jacob Hook, James Wright, Alfie Botel, Kai Thompson, Danny King, George Congreve, Zane Kennedy. Sunday, June the 19th, 2pm at Mildenhall. Danny's Day Out. Only for Danny Ayres. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Good evening. And welcome to the Speedway Tavern, everybody. We have got in the studio today the usual sort of motley crew. Motley crew. That's the that's the word. I was <laughs> desperately vagabonds. Yeah, all of all of the above. Um, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was Danny Ayres' day out yeah. um, on Sunday. I just thought I was, I'm just going to read the. The lineup is a pretty good lineup. I two think. Not, yeah, two and a half years now gone. It's, two and uh, a half years. Still like not it. forgotten. Still not forgotten. Mm. Made such a big impression, didn't he, on Speedway? He really did. Even in his, even in his short life. So. Um, we, we might have to show that um, British did. final race again. Yes. We we did we did um, a special, didn't we, Danny Ayres? We did. Do I, a remem- special. I remember. Mm. Yeah, he got quite a quite a good quite a good viewing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I think that was the last show we did before uh, COVID. I think you're right, yeah. It was yeah, start yeah. 2020, yeah. It was last time the three of us were together for about a year, oh, I yeah. think. So. Oh, yeah, wow, it was yeah. great. That was great. Great days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, before we get started, uh, if you want to join, you can uh, sort of put your opinion on what you want to talk about on our various shout boxes. Uh, Webby's also got this new toy, which means that you can ring on uh, WhatsApp. Yeah. Would you like to tell them all about that? Matt? Okay, so you can call on WhatsApp if you like. Um, you can also call on Facebook. You can call on Messenger as well if you like. Uh, otherwise, search for us on Facebook and we're on most good Speedway pages and groups. And we're also live on YouTube if that's your bag. There you go. Uh, and do we have anybody, uh, oh, any contributions s- at the moment? Sorry, I haven't got round to that yet. Good but God. I know, yeah, I'm, I'm Good st- God. I'm still posting the... Oh, I'm Right, okay, I'll what do we pay him for? Pay. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, actually. Pay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, good evening to Neil McLean, Andrew Garner, Craig Smee, uh, Nick Green, Duncan Pemberton, and a load more. Hi, people. And John Board. Bird. He's uh, John Board. John Bird. John Bird. John Bird. And Pauline Richards. Oh, they're all coming on now. Well, where to start this week? Um, first of all, Put up your reviews, just simple little, you know, whether you did well or whether you didn't, how your team's done this week. Mm. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about 
Matt's team first, I think. Mm, yes, my trip to Sheffield on uh, on Thursday. Yeah, good trip up there. Um, should have won the meeting, really. Lost by two. Second mm-hmm. mate, second defeat away from home this season. Of course, that was before the, the defeat last night at Bellevue. Um, two points up going into the last heat. Bit of a surprise choice to go in the last heat with um, Steve Worrell, who had ridden well, to be fair, but wasn't the rider that I would have put in the last heat. Um, who would you have put in? I would have gone for Luke Becker and Ryan Douglas. I mean, they they were superb. But, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, they did they have sort of track that suits them. It was a really good meeting, to be fair. It was very very close all the way through it's some really good racing um my first trip up to sheffield for 15 16 years thoroughly really? enjoyed it apart from, apart from the result but uh again disappointing was disappointing performance from drew kemp at reserve failed to score wasn't really competitive to be honest mm. leon flint rode very well but it's a track that suits him um but i think really um the big uh the big negative for Walls really was uh, Sam Masters failed to, f- failed to finish his first two races even um, and then only scored three points after the engine in, problems uh, I think yeah I think there was a problem with his, I think he had problems with his machinery in mm. his first eight and I don't think his second bike was, was quick enough um, I mean the three points that he got he had to really work hard for those mm-hmm. in the last two races um, but uh, yeah a point would have been obviously the minimum target from from Wolves' perspective going up to Sheffield but I think given that way the meeting went it was very disappointing not to take uh, more than more than the one point mm-hmm. uh, and then of course last night at Bellevue 51-39 points to Bellevue didn't go last night um, I bet you're glad <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no I mean from what I, from what people have said there it was uh, another really good meeting okay. um, but Bellevue obviously a much more much different beast to the one that Wolves faced up there in uh, in April mm-hmm. Um with Matthew Zagar in the side now and uh, Bellevue at the moment look they look the, the pick at the moment I think in, in yeah because Sheffield's sort of gone backwards a bit and they've been making a few changes as well haven't they um, yeah of course so they've got a bit of criticism for that didn't they Stephen mm. Nielsen um, making way of course that was his last meeting was the Wolves meeting um, and I, I found it on the way back from Sheffield the how did he day. do it the uh, Wolves meeting didn't do too badly yeah. didn't do too badly I'll uh, I should have this written down, shouldn't I, Reeve? But I'll, uh, I'll check his score for him. So. We don't do professionalism on this show. You probably you're spotted well, that yeah. by now. You're spot on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you, why are you doing that? Yeah, why, why are you doing that? Yeah, three points, three points in his three okay. races. He's won the reserves race. Um, well, that, that's, that's all you can really hope for, isn't it? Yeah, really? that's, that's, that's right, the, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, he's, he's been impressive, the most impressive rider for Birmingham this year, I, I would say. Oh, without doubt, yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, we'll come, come on yeah, to that. Was, 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 I thought it was reasonably competitive again on uh, on Thursday. Um, it was a bit of a surprise, really, although I suppose Sheffield's... You know, Jake Allen is probably a, he's probably an upgrade on, on Stefan Nielsen, but I suppose, again, it's disappointing that we've seen a young British mm. rider lose, uh, lose another team place, of course. So I, think he, I think he'll get snapped up somewhere, don't you? Yeah, I, I would have thought so. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, now he's only got his meetings for Birmingham, yeah, so... Yeah. He'll, he'll be he'll be certainly keen for more meetings as well. I've uh, got a few comments up on the shout box now. Um, Stephen Bradford, sorry. what was that? Sorry. We've got sorry. a bird sorry. in the studio. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my, my finger just brushed the um, sound effects. Well, I was, I was yeah. just going to turn around and find an eagle sitting on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stephen Bradford says, <clears throat> hello, Pauline. Okay. Hello. Hello, hello, Pauline. Pauline. <laughs> Um, Spuddy says another week another show quick one to start Luke Killeen on a paid maximum from three for Oxford at Plymouth on debut yeah, the last I saw of that one it was 10.20 to, 
to Oxford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have another look shortly on that one. Of course, that will count to the uh, prediction league. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, what league's that? That's an NDL match. NDL. Okay, yeah. that's why I don't really didn't recognise the name. Uh, did any of you make the trip to the NSS last night? Well, obviously you did. I didn't. Sorry, you didn't. No. <laughs> that Sheffield, I was. I wasn't. Not, I wasn't uh, listening to you. Is yeah, <laughs> Even I was shocked by how ruthless the Aces team were against the Wolves team, who have a pretty decent record against us. And Simon Corbett says, "Poor old Newcastle hammered again." This is a massive cause for concern for me. Mm. Um, you know now. When I when I started watching Speedo, you occasionally saw sixty thirty matches, but quite often you you'd come away from them thinking, well, that, that shouldn't have looked a sixty thirty scoreline mm. because the two sides look fairly strong. But I mean, I don't think anybody was really would have been any surprised to see Leicester rattle up sixty points and, and to do it on an away track as well mm. is alarming. I mean, Newcastle's next home matches, I think, is in a couple of weeks' time. Is against Paul. That's going to be a similar sort of scoreline. I can I can tell you that already, unless Newcastle make drastic changes which I don't think are on the horizon mm-hmm. um, you know Newcastle obviously re- sailed close to the win last season um, I-, I do wonder whether maybe Rob Grant possibly let his heart rule his head in, in carrying on at Newcastle this year such was the the outpouring of of, you know, of support mm-hmm. when it looked like they were going not going to come back to the tapes this year um, but right from the outset of the season they've looked they've looked very very weak Um I think they've won one match so far, is it? Have they won? Yes, they've won one match, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but uh, I mean, they were on the BSN on um, on Sunday as well. Another meetings. There's been other meetings that, that they've shown with Newcastle on them, and they just look a completely dispirited outfit. Mm. Um, and it's sad, you know. Newcastle's you know got a rich pedigree in, in Speedway, hasn't it? And it's mm-hmm. it's. I don't I don't see how any club can possibly survive getting beaten regularly 60-30 on their own track never mind away from home as well yeah, um, it is concerning as this is, it's, it's becoming a problem I think in the championship really as well because there does seem to be a widening gulf now between the teams at the top and the teams at the bottom um, mm-hmm. I mean to be, to be brutally honest with you Paul really shouldn't be in this league they should be in the top league mm-hmm. I understand the reasons for them dropping down into the championship because they want their their favoured race nice Um but I mean, they've got a, they've got a very very you know very very strong team, um, to say the least. To say the least, yeah. I mean, they've got you know three. They've got two or three number ones in that team. Mm. You know, Newcastle haven't got one, and you could probably similar to Birmingham as well. Say, say, I, the one thing I will say about Birmingham in com- comparison to Newcastle, I think Birmingham do have a good team spirit. Mm. I, I get the impression that's not so much the case up at uh, at Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Probably doesn't help that Newcastle run on the Sunday as well against Poland. Um, I don't think it's a track that a lot of people particularly enjoy racing at. Um, you know, probably Newcastle's best chance, I think, is if they could get a, another sort of away from Bruff Park, because mm. they're sort of limited in what they can in what they can do there. Yeah, but, I think Birmingham's in that situation a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, a little bit maybe. To be honest. Um, Craig Smith says Wolves had a decent following last night and had some great banter with Chase the Ace. Yeah. John Bird says, can we just scrap the superheat for a draw, bring, bring back bonus points? Yes, the first superheat was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and, uh, of course, it helped Peterborough get, finally get their finally first get points their first, of the season. Yeah. Um, cracking meeting, apparently. It would be. It was full of five From what I've told, yeah. Um, that'll be a disappointing result for Sheffield, being, you know, they were 
fairly comfortable, fairly comfortably in the lead in that meeting at one mm-hmm. stage, and Peter sort of chipped away at it. Um, there's still talk, I think, of Peter making changes as well, so that they'll they'll certainly become stronger as the season goes on. I think. And, you get uh, the feeling there's going to be a merry-go-round of riders going one going there and one going there, and 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 all that that swapping about is going to happen soon. Yeah. Well, um, to be fair, the Premiership. I mean, the Premiership's got a lot of stick over the years, but at the moment, it's probably the most even of the leagues. Hmm. You know, because there's a lot, there's a lot of there's quite a few away wins in the Premiership this season. There's a lot of matches that are sort of six four to six point mm. wins for teams. So it's 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 pretty competitive. I know there's only six teams, but um, and you know, we, obviously we want to see more teams in the in the top league. I, I certainly do anyway, because we you know you got situations. We want to see more teams in all the leagues. Yeah, we have, well, to be fair, yeah. Um, you know, and you've got situations there where you've got clubs that are having two or three week gaps between fixtures which mm. isn't ideal either but uh, I think from a competitive side of it the, the, the Premiership this season is looking pretty good um, It's a difficult one to predict it, It's probably the most difficult one of the of the four of the three sorry to predict mm. uh, Simon Corbett says there's been you notice that I'm trying my hardest not to talk about Birmingham at the moment <laughs> well, well, Bear in mind we yeah. do get criticised for uh, well, this is being true. Birmingham centric uh, Simon Corbett says changes at Berwick and Edinburgh. Mm. Um, I don't know what changes he's referring to. Does, do you, have you got an idea? I believe there were sort of some talk about changes I've seen on, on social media earlier, but I haven't seen anything mm-hmm. since. So. I would say my ears prick up every time I hear that because Birmingham yeah. needs riders. <laughs> um, Dive Twine watch Newcastle versus Leicester need rider control back. Thoughts? Uh, well, rider control was back in the seventies, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Which I think again that, that had the same problem, didn't it? It was it, there was always that perception of too much self-interest. I think rider control, in if it was run independently, I think would be would be good because it would at least give you know clubs a, a fair chance and a, a, you know because you want you want all people want really in speedway is fairness. Mm. You know, see, I think the biggest problem I, I don't think rider control really works for one reason and, and which is the Ollie Olsen reason you know yeah. what I'm talking about a, a rider will go where he wants to go yeah you know at the end of the day that's what's going to happen and should be able to go oh yeah where absolutely. he wants to go I mean that's you know um I think the biggest problem is that we're working on averages and the averages don't work no. because you're comparing apples with pears every year Last year, you know, if they keep changing the goalposts, oh, this year that we're going to build to this average, and the next year we're going to that affects averages because it affects the riders that people are coming up against yeah. in in each team. And, and for the only way for it to work is for it to be forty two point five points, which is which is, which gets, gives you a forty five forty five draw because it's fifteen heats, not thirteen heats. Yeah. Um, that's you know, once you do that then it will all eventually the averages will all eventually sort themselves out but at the moment don't know what you're getting for a six mm. point you know you might get you might get a six point average rider and then does well because he was a number one last year and he wasn't good enough to be a number one and so his average went down yeah and he was only a number one because that was why the averages worked out because they had a lower average uh, or, or you know do you see do you see where yeah, I'm no, going yeah. with that yeah um 
so they've just got to stop messing about with the averages and make it 42 and a half and get on with it mm. well, I, I mean I've, I've spoke about this in the past there's obviously been talking in the past about having um, rider grading instead mm-hmm. of, of instead of averages they did try it for one year and it sort well, of thought, sorry, just, just enlighten me what's rider grading what does that mean they assess each rider at the start of every season and give them a grade, so you can have. Okay. I think you can have one rider from one grade. Is this instead of, instead of average. Instead of averages, okay. yeah. So mm-hmm. you can you can have you can have a, a certain number of riders from one grade. I worry into, that that's going to just favour clubs. That are rich. Right, we want the best from that grade. In fairness, no. the averages do that as well. I don't they? So yeah, I think they do. Um. Newcastle getting hammered each week mustn't be helping them considering they almost folded last season. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm sure the crowd numbers are down and supporters probably don't want to see a hammering every week. No, it's massively... It's, it, comment, yeah, it is, it's, it's alarming at the moment what's going on about Newcastle. Uh, Spuddy says, I feel like Stefan Nielsen won't get snapped up in the Premiership this season and speaking to him on Friday, he agrees. They binned him as soon as he got an official 5.14 average. That's a lot more difficult for him to be signed on that average compared to the three he started the season. Well, I mean, that's a that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, Ch- chances are he'll, he'll, he may well get in the same place if somebody gets injured and his average fits. Mm. Which is not really the way that you know a rider wants to get back into it. I, I think something, something needs to be injured, looked at about this business of riders getting sacked to make way for somebody else coming in. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, oh, I hope it happens at Birmingham at the moment. <laughs> but but you know, you, you should. It, the only reason for replacing a rider should be for him withholding his services or an injury. Or because he's not very good, not because he's not very good. Oh. That's your problem. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, if, if we was if we was like football, and you've got your own riders, your own players, and you can say, well, he's not doing very well this week, so you can go back to the training ground, and we'll have mm. him. But we're not like that. We, we these guys are self-employed. Mm. You know, the footballers still get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't get paid. That's the big difference. Okay, so. it's the interval at uh, Plymouth at the moment, and it is currently Plymouth twenty-two, Oxford thirty-eight. So Oxford in quite a commanding position there. I think the big difference has been a reserve. Aaron Butcher and Luke Colleen have uh, scored big points for them at, uh, at reserve. In comparison to Plymouth, they've only scored one point from their two reserves. So that's been the big difference. Mm-hmm. Alfie Bartels unbeaten th- from three rides as a guest for Plymouth, but not really had a lot of other support in that one. Shame. Uh, I thought Peterborough was down and out having checked the score halfway through their meeting, so to see them win by the superheat, it must have been a classic at the showground last night. I don't know, I have no idea who said that because I've lost Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 my fault. Oh, Craig's mate, okay. And uh, Dylan Spuddy Hodgett's. Spuddy. This buddy, yep. he uh, has come up with um, an interesting question to which I don't know the answer. So, if anybody out there does know, any idea why Vissing is missing tomorrow night? I love that. Mm. I feel like he just wanted to say that. To be <laughs> honest, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that is there rhyme a Danish, with Vissing as well. <laughs> well, it's Wednesday, so there will be Danish yeah. matches. Whether he's, pl- he's just riding for his Danish team, I have no idea. Um, dare I say? It's probably not a bad thing from Birmingham, <laughs> the, the way he's been riding. Yeah, but you want to see a full team, don't you? Yeah, you do. yeah. 
Yeah, but we've got some, we've got some decent enough guests. We've got Ricky Wells again, who I thought did quite well last year, last week actually. Yeah, he did. Um, did better than I thought he would. And do, we've to be got um, oh Josh Pickering as well. Yeah, who obviously did really well for. Um, who did we race against? Edinburgh, yeah. Edinburgh. Go Obviously, we'll talk a bit about that match at yeah. some point yeah. in the show, of course. Yeah. When we get to the fixtures and the um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the tables. Uh, having attended last meeting at NSS, Sam Masters had two strange scenarios in one heat. Zager was at the tapes waiting to start. He turned to Masters, telling him to get to the tapes. Then Masters rolled up. He's waving his arms at Zager, who went on to win the heat. Then in heat 13, Masters was clearly upset when Frick overtook him. He shook his head, then pulled up. But Masters did come out for heat 15. Okay. I can't comment on yeah. that, really. Why can't Paul use their favoured race night in the Premiership, says Nick Green. Well, they could do, but I, think they don't, I don't think they want to. I think they, they want to race on, on the Wednesday night. And, of course, with the fixed well, nights... Well, that's what he means. Why yeah. can't they... That's, that's what he's mm. saying, because he obviously has, doesn't realise about the fixed nights. Yeah. Uh, in Premiership, they have got which nights do they have to run? Mondays on? and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays. That's so that they don't clash with. Yeah. Um, we're still getting. We're still getting far too many guests. So that's, mm. uh, mm. uh, just going back to uh, earlier comments regarding Bromley uh, uh, centric. Um, I, know, I know most of the people on the show box. I know most of their teams, but just just give us one liner. Who is your team? Who is your team? Because we've we've got a lot of people who actually listen. Don't comment, mm. you know. So just say hello. Just put your team. Yes, say yeah. hello. There you go. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, Brian Buck, who? who? I've uh, heard of him. Yeah. Know. Results like those of Newcastle's last two home matches make a mockery of Speedway's so-called equally balanced teams. As Leicester do have a National League team, wouldn't it have made sense for them to have promoted one of their second teamers rather than use Jason Edwards as a guest and who scored a paid 15 points? This at least would have made a match which Leicester must have known full well that they were going to win in a canter a bit more competitive. That is a fair point, to mm -hmm. be fair, so... Yeah, and uh, Spuddy is, is mentioned that Monday and Thursday nights are protected race nights for the Premier League and Paul and Wednesday not track and they couldn't get the crowds in on a Thursday I don't understand that I suppose people are in the habit of going on a Wednesday aren't they mm. and they maybe do other things on a on a Thursday night mm. down there so oh yes Aaron Summers is at Berwick I did read that now. I can't know Oxford sorry at, at Oxford yeah, yeah. I, I did re I did read uh, about that actually uh, and he's replaced I'm trying to remember who he's replaced it'll come to me in a minute Dave Twine says Nicky Pedersen in same Danish team I don't think we will see Vissing again okay and Berwick Jonas Nudson and Nathan Stoneman in and Ty Proctor and Kyle Bickley out at Berwick didn't we come close to signing Ty Proctor at Birmingham I'm sure we did you know was it Ty Proctor or was it somebody else it doesn't ring a bell well, somebody will, somebody will tell me I'm wrong. They, you know, because that's that, that people love to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll see Bickley go to Berwick, though. Although personally, I would be looking to get Bickley at Brum at seven if I were the promotion. I like Carl Bickley. I think he's a, I think he's a good rider. Mm. He's a good rider, but who would you put him in place of? Not James Shane's. Would it be a bit unfair to put him to 
put him in place of James Pearson. That's doggy, doggy dog, though, isn't it? It is. I think Birmingham have to probably well, uh, try to get results. There's lots first. of comments there, but let's let's um, touch on the subject of Birmingham versus Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, I never felt that we was in the match, even though we was two points in you, front. You always thought going to the last few races that um, I mean, with that Masters and Pickering pairing yeah. in in thirteen and fifteen, they were always going to be very very strong. Um, Absolutely. Back off, Castagna obviously got a, obviously came back and um, you know. But talking about team <laughs> team spirit, we'd, you could see that the riders were riding for each other. Yeah. Even the riders that weren't our riders, the guest riders, um, you know, they were looking for each other, and you could you could see the efforts and you could see the disappointment as well. Um, so you know that the team spirit side of things is is good, which yeah. is surprising given. All that, or maybe that's maybe it's why, you know, because of all the stuff that they've been through. Um, I'd like to make a special mention of James Pearson. I was so gutted for him. Yeah, that was that was real cruel luck, wasn't it? Wasn't I mean, it? That, that that sort of turned the meeting, didn't it? I think that one. So. It did a little bit. I think people's heads. Were, I don't think we would have won anyway, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it wasn't a great. I mean, so he he hadn't scored a point up until that point, and hadn't looked like yeah. scoring the points. And there was a lot of ooh, you know. But I don't know whether he's. Well, actually, I do know because somebody told me that he changed the gearing on his bike for that last race. Yeah. Um, I presume that they knew what they was talking about. You never know in this game. Um, and he was he really really worked hard for that point he was he took the rider overtook him then he overtook the other rider he kept him out he, he showed him where the fence was I mean you know it was really good smart right and racing yeah. not dangerous racing when I say that um and on the last bend chain breaks yeah really cruel look wasn't it that was that was really uh... and you could see he was absolutely you know he was so gutted he was holding his head uh, well, his helmet really in his hands, and uh, but I mean, several of the riders, of course, did come out and uh, mm. obviously console him afterwards, which yeah. was good. As I say, which I think again alludes to the uh, to the team spirit at, yeah. uh, at Birmingham. So I'm hoping, you know, that he's, that that that's a turning point for him. I mean, it would have done his confidence the world of good to have got that point then, because he's not quite been on it. No, his, um, his performances the last few weeks have been, you know, not not through lack of effort, but he just hasn't been scoring yeah, points. So I'm, so. I'm, I'm really, really hoping that tomorrow's going to be see a big difference. Yeah. Um, I actually had to leave the meeting halfway through last week because my back went, and some on a motorbike. Where did he go? Oh. Yeah, God knows. <laughs> Should come back. <laughs> um, how does rider grading work in Poland? Can clubs sign who they want? I know they have to have an under-21 Polish rider in the team, but most teams in the top league have three or more top-class riders of GP or GP quality riders. I don't really know. Well, they operate more of a squad system over mm. in Poland, don't they? Yeah. So, Do they still get paid? Not sure. Or do they get still... They're like our guys, they're paid for the point. I don't know. I don't know whether they get appearance money as well in uh, if they're for turning up. Mm. Uh, Spuddy says, for me, though, I've said it for a couple of weeks now, Wolves need to sign a better lead reserve. Kemp really struggling. Jason Edwards, I'd take, or Dylan Rummel. I'd expect both to be in the Prem at some point soon, both in great form yeah, this Jason, season. Yeah, Jason Edwards has really impressed me this season. Mm. He's really come on well, hasn't he? he has. And obviously he knows Mama Green from when he rode there for, for Gradley mm. in, the, in the National League. So, Yeah, I mean, that would be a good call. Uh, Shane Newcastle didn't move for Summers. He lives local too. 
not sure what that would have solved for them. <laughs> Spuddy, so just say what you think. For me, I just think Sam is probably knackered. <laughs> all right. Raced all week last week, and that's tough on man and machine. Say it as it is. Yeah. We've got somebody replying to um, yes. what you asked. We've got Rich yeah, Thompson, yeah. Thomas, from he's a Swindon supporter. Yep. Simon, who used to be cradly. Oh, I feel sorry for you. Not because they've gone, just because you used to. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no need for this. That's my job, that is, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Neil McLean's Bandit. Chris Brown's a, a Who's Your Team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Andrew Garner Kent. Sandy Midson Nestor. Ben Clifton Kent. Nikki Coffey. Birmingham. Uh, Simon Corbett. Jack Thompas. Yeah. Okay. yeah Jack day, Thomas, obviously. Day, um, best wishes to Jack Thomas, of course. He's uh, going to be... Uh, his thumbs, so, yeah, he? so... He's, yeah, he's going to find it difficult to function yep. for a bit. Uh, uh, Fred Graham, Glasgow Tide. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, thank you for that. Brum said they were in talks with Proctor before he went to Berwick. That's, that's what I thought. I think he's taken the rest of the season to recover from neck injury sustained at Newcastle, looking to come back in 2023. Uh, Josh Pickering as a guest you will have a good night yeah he's having a good season Josh Pickering yeah I think we've got a good chance tomorrow because at least we've got somebody in Heat 15 that it's going to be tough though because Plymouth have really started the season well haven't they they, it's a good yeah I mean you know and they've got I mean Ben Barker as a guest Um, should be a good good competitive match tomorrow Mm. but Birmingham for me it's a must win for Birmingham if they've got any last week but um, yeah yeah I mean Let's be honest about it. It's not. It's not pu- going to pull the crowds in at the moment, is it? No, Nobody it isn't. They, they need a break from somewhere. Really, Birmingham, don't mm. they? Yeah. Spuddy says, "I think Brum would have been smart to go for Luke Becker, although heard he's talking to a Championship club, but it's not Birmingham." Mm. Boom. Yeah. Well, Peacock says, "A born a heathen, worked at Stoke, and now working at Birmingham." Hope I'm not a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I know Pete. I know Pete well. Uh, Craig Smee, if anyone should be knackered, it should be Chris Harris. He's got to have covered the most laps of any rider so far this season, riding for two teams. I wonder if he's smashed the record for guest appearances already this season. Well, it's quite possible, but, yeah, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, he just absolutely. loves riding, doesn't he, Bomber, though? He does. I mean, if you put a landmine on the track, he'd still ride it, wouldn't he, sir? <laughs> and win. <laughs> well, it's took us 30 minutes, but we've caught up. Wow. That, that, that <laughs> well did. done, lads. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, 
Excellent. Brilliant. Well, um, let's talk a little bit more about the problems at Newcastle and the problems at Brum, which are the similar sort of problems, really. Um, I think, obviously, for Newcastle, they haven't got a team. Well, they have. It's just not a very strong team. Um, it's, it's a team that probably would not be much better, more competitive at the national league level. Mm. In fairness, yeah, well, so shouldn't. Oh, sorry, but so so shouldn't something have been done about that before the season starts? Shouldn't there be some sort of not? There should I, hate, be, I hate to word that you were do diligence because you can't say. Do you know it, what yeah. I mean? Don't you? <laughs> yeah. you know, as to whether they could whether they can compete in that sort of arena. Well, they had the same thing last season, really, mm. didn't they? So, I mean, they had a team that was right from the start of last season that was well below the points limit, and that's that's always ringing a bell. If, you, if you're starting off with a team that's well below the points limit, that for me, that's always ringing the alarm bells. Um, mm. I don't know what the answer is for... Newcastle, unfortunately, I just hope they can get through it. But it can't be. It certainly can't be doing their business. I mean, there's been criticism again this week. You know, they're the. I think they're the only club because on the Speedo Great and Britain website, every there's a weekly press release, isn't there? Mm. With press releases from each club, Newcastle were the only ones this week that didn't contribute to it. I don't think they did last week either. Nah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there should be. <laughs> But it ha- I mean, does it ha- does it happen in football where you get a team that's so bad they're just not going to win any matches? I think it does, doesn't it? You get uh, yeah, I, not suppose, I suppose, I suppose <laughs> so. Yeah, but but, but mo- the thing is, most people in each individual league have got there because they have they have won something, they've promoted, they've yeah, got promotion. It, yeah. You see, mm. they've, they've got there on on merit, where it doesn't necessarily work, does it? Speedway. I mean, well, in the lo- in the lower league. What 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 doesn't work, I guess, is that there should be a minimum. I mean, I don't know what they built up to, where they was in the averages. How many that they actually got? Brick kind of I think it was lower than the book. It was quite some way lower than the points limit again. And, and, and maybe that shouldn't be allowed. But yeah. then. Where the hell do you get the riders from? You sort of get the feeling that they got the riders that nobody else really wanted. A bit like we did. Yeah. A little bit. To an extent. Uh, I mean, not so, not so much to the extent, because, you know, a fair play to people like James Shanes and Ashley Morris, who just waited and waited and waited yeah. and wanted to ride for Birmingham and hoped, and fingers crossed, that we would... So, um, so m- money is not, is not necessarily the... The reason, or is it? Well, Newcastle aren't paying very much in wages at the moment, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you took the away teams to go, they're paying a lot in wages to be fair because mm-hmm. they're getting big scores, yeah. which probably isn't doing them any favours either. If they're having to pay up more money for seven when seven riders are getting, mm. you know, big big but scores. It also doesn't help other teams when Newcastle. So, like for instance, when Newcastle come to Birmingham. When we're going to win that match yeah. and it's not going to be a competitive match and it's not going to be particularly interesting when you would hope there'll be some good racing yeah um, how many people are going to want to well I would I would just I would imagine there's not going to be many Newcastle fans making the trip down um, when Newcastle came to Perry Bar last season there were a few but I think that was in a, in a period when it looked like Newcastle weren't going to run this season 
Um, it is strange being in, in in such a city that just loves its sport. That you know. Well, Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle are a club that have had people like Ivan Major right for yeah. them, and, and Ollie Olsen. You know, this this is a big, big spare club that's got a mm. rich history. Um, it's a, sh- just, a shame. Uh, it's a real shame. I mean, at one stage, you think back to when Birmingham were in the in the second tier before 2011. Newcastle were always. I mean, there was that well, period when there, Newcastle they had about three or four finals, didn't they? At yeah, that stage, and, and and one of them was against us, and yeah. we lost, and. That was 2010. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not bitter at all. Um, um, yeah, I mean, that was always a very competitive team at this level. Uh, Craig Smee says must be a cash flow issue for Newcastle tracking a team well below the averages. If they gambled and got a really competitive team, would it bring the crowds back enough for it to pay off for the promotion? Probably not. Probably Shame, not. Really. Well, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately. Fans get into the habit of not going, don't they? When when you've got supporters that decide, well, I'm not going to go, and they don't go for a few weeks, it's very difficult then to to get them to get back into the habit because they find other things to do, and that's mm. the problem that that not just Newcastle but other clubs are going to have as well. No, you're going the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. That. No. I no, could no, go a bit further. Go a bit further that until one? I see Brian Buck's name. Don't, oh, don't there we know. go. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. In reply. Uh, yeah. I also need to see the first bit of it as well. Okay. Whew, we got there. Yeah. <sighs> it was like golden <laughs> shot then. Up a bit. <laughs> down a bit. <laughs> like my lad. Oh, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Simon, yeah. Simon Corbett asked the question: How long can Plymouth use a guest for Eddie Kenny's? And Brian Buck answered: For as long as Kenneth can produce a sick note, it seems. Harsh. <sighs> Call me cynical. Mm. Cynical. But again, it's perception, isn't it? It is, but the perception... Swear speed doesn't do itself any favours, no, really. The perception is, or could be, Edward Kennett said he was retiring and left Plymouth in a yeah. bit of a stock. Then all of a sudden... Changed his mind. Changed his mind, came back. Got injured the first meeting. First, first race. Yeah. <laughs> didn't race again, and now they, they get... Well, you tell me. You make your own minds up on that one. <sighs> Only in Speedway. Uh, Dylan Spuddy, Spuddy. Spuddy. I feel for Newcastle. Bradley uh, Wilson, Dean, yeah. Was, he was always a, going to be a risk, as was Congreve, who I think was on borrowed time for a long time. They had a decent engine room with James Wright, Max Clegg and Paul Stark, although Stark has missed more than his race this season. Fear Newcastle will be gone next season at this point. The management just don't seem in a good place either. Okay. Uh, the Diamond 7 started on a total of 13.13, which was a higher total than Birmingham until Adam Ellis was signed. So it wasn't a higher total than Birmingham, though. Yeah. Uh, why is it nobody wants to go ride for Plymouth? Answers on a postcard. Oh, I, did, yeah. I wasn't aware that nobody did want to go and ride for Plymouth. I don't know. I've got a better team than we've got at the moment. Uh, did Speedway riders used to have full-time jobs once? Uh, so a lot what, of them have full-time in, jobs yeah. now. Yeah. In Speedway, you mean? As Speedway riders? Is that what he's saying? No. Or, or he means... Full-time jobs full-time as well jobs. as speed, Speedway. doing the Speedway. Oh, right. Make it pay as well, really, mm. I suppose. Yeah, it must be. 
Spuddy talking about Luke Becker. He has rejected championship clubs already. Advised not to drop down. Stick with what he has. Wonder has advised him of that. Scott Nichols is guesting for Kenneth at Brum. Yep. It's another good guest for them. He's when he was superb at Perry Bar last time, wasn't he? he was, for, wasn't for Oxford. It was like watching the Scott Nichols of old, that was. Depressing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we will talk about that match coming up tomorrow and, of course, all the other matches that are coming up. Uh, there's not that many this week, actually, on the Prediction uh, no, no, no. League. Uh, there isn't. There's hardly. Uh, hang on, let me just get the fixtures up. Uh, there we go. Yeah, there's, I think there's eight in there. Not all. Oh, uh, so those, talking yeah. about the riders not running to ride for Plymouth, the team manager has done interviews on Facebook. He said he has spoken to about 30 riders turning him down. I think that's probably about par for the course, isn't yeah. it? Uh, Problem is, I suppose, riders now have got their calendars set up, haven't they? So they don't really want to be taking other fixtures on when it means they've got to have to jiggle about and sort of the clashes out. Neil McLean says, if there is no possible replacement, how can you replace Kenneth? Mm. I mean, it's a fair point. Um, uh, it's some, uh, situation that we're in with... Um, Josh Horty. Yep, that's the one. Who maybe, of course, is uh, saying that he's not far from coming back. Is that a good thing? It'll weaken Birmingham, I think, if he does come back. It depends on how, how he comes back, but he can't come back. And it's best... Yeah, and he was certainly struggling, wasn't he, uh, before he got injured? Although he was, you know, he was starting to show signs of improvement in the last couple of matches. But uh... Spuddy says, in regards to Bickley, I'd personally replace Pearson. Maybe harsh, but no room for sentimentality in the sport, and they got plenty of points to use. Need to strengthen to keep the crowds. It is harsh, but I probably agree with it. To be honest, I think Birmingham need to try and strengthen that team to get more people in into the gates. In through the in through the, the turnstiles, that's that's of paramount. It is. Um, it's not. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Yeah. Because I really like Pearson. I think I think he's gonna. He's got something about yeah. him. Yeah. It's it's a case of heart ruling head, I suppose, isn't mm. it? You know. Mm. Well, where's the time gone? Into the ether. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Should we look at um, the tables? I know, Do I, know you, I know you don't yeah. want to. Do we have to? <coughs> so well, we got uh, so, Simon so, Corp. It's pretty, actually, it's closer than you, you think, actually. Been, the yeah. Top. yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of um, lot of people on, on the 90s there, right the way down to 12. And then uh, Mike Harris is down at 17, so we'll just forget about well, that. Well, I've one. got two but perfect scores yesterday. Yeah. So. Did, Did I? I? Yeah, well done. Yeah. The, late, the late surge, <laughs> the top is on. <laughs> It's going to be three, a very three perfect scores according to what I can say. Yes, yeah. you have, yeah. Oh, crap. You're one of the highest scores this week. Yeah, so Simon's on 105, followed by Ben Clifton on 99. And in a close third, Chris Brown. And uh, Matt Book. And then Neil McLean, Steve Morgan, Andrew Gardner, Garner, uh, Dylan Hodgetts, John Bird, Rich Thomas. There you go, that's the top ten. I noticed two of my perfect scores are with walls. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where? Okay. Yeah. Well, shall we, shall we get on with that? Why not? Okay. Yeah. Um, just for everybody that's listening, while uh, we get ourselves sorted, uh, this is uh, our weekly um, Nigel Pearson Prediction League. And basically, you predict the scores. Yep. You get points for predicting the scores. Two points uh, for getting it, the score line right. One point for getting the result right. Yeah. 
And of course, a couple of those for anything else. Yeah, forget forget the pairs. And we don't uh, worry about the super heats. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is why I got that. That, that yeah. perfect score yesterday. Yeah. So. Okay. Right. Great. 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 So you can put your scores following this. Uh, also, you can put them on a page or group, and Matt will find them. I believe. That's better. Got those. The good is for that. Yeah. Well, better out than in this. Yeah, better over there than out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my start this week, isn't it? Yep. Go for it. So, Birmingham versus Plymouth. No one wants to ride for Plymouth. <laughs> apart, apart from Scott Nichols and <laughs> apart from everybody. Yeah. Um, okay, so I will say I'm good. Do you know what? You go, go for it. I'm good. I nearly said a nosy word. I'm going to say ten point win to Birmingham. <laughs> How about that? How about oh that? Oh my god! You, you're wondering why he's seventeenth at the table. Uh, uh, Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I tell you something. I think it's going to be a good match. I hope it is. Yeah, certainly. I hope it is. I think it'll be a great match. Anyway, Matt, careful. Um, it, it, to me, it's an absolute must-win for Birmingham. But I just think no, I'll go for a four-point win to Birmingham. It's going to be a tough match because Plymouth are going well. Mm. They've had a very good start to the season, but I think. Birmingham sooner or later need to put a, a line in the sand here and, and get a and dig a result. They can't afford another defeat. And it won't be this week. So Plymouth by six. By six? Yeah. Okay. Spoken like a true Birmingham city supporter. <laughs> okay. So we're not doing the uh, Premiership pairs. No. no, no. no. Uh, so next up, Friday. Glasgow versus Oxford. And it's up to you, Matt. Glasgow by ten. Okay. I'll go Glasgow by eight. I'm going to go Glasgow by twelve. Dookie. Next up, Scunthorpe against Paul. That's you. That's you. But, uh, that's me, isn't it? Uh, I'll go Paul by eight. I'm going to say Paul by four. I've gone Paul by six. So we're all there or thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Armadale Devils versus Mildenhall in the NDL. And this is up to me, isn't it? I'm going to say Armadale by 10. Draw. Okay, interesting. Yep. yep. I'll go Armadale by 4. Okay. Uh, where are we? Berwick against oh, Mildenhall, yes. okay. following day. Berwick versus Mildenhall. Uh, it's up to you, Matt. Berwick by 10. I'll go Berwick by 8. Berwick by 10. Okay. And staying in the National League, it's Leicester against Kent. Mm, that's up to you, Matt. Kent by two. I'll go Leicester by two. I'm going to say a draw. So we've that we've just that's like spread betting right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up on Monday, can we just mention uh, Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Just mention yeah. Danny Ayres Memorial. Dan, Danny's big day out. Yeah, if, you get, if you if you if you're in the area, get uh, get yourself down mm. to uh, Mildred on Sunday afternoon. So. Okay, Peterborough versus Ipswich. Oh, God, why do I get this one? Could it be the turning point for Peterborough? I think they're going to win. I'm going to say Peterborough by two. Okay, I've gone Ipswich by four on that one. Mm-hmm. I just... I'll go Ipswich by six. Okay. And the last one. 
Wolverhampton versus Bellevue Aces. I bet you're tingling. That's, that's going to be a cracker, that mm. is. Because Bellevue are certainly stronger than they were when they came to uh, Mama Green earlier in the season. I bet you're looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's always a good match against Bellevue. Well, that's a difficult, it's a difficult one to call, to be fair, though. So I'll go Wolves by four. I'll go Bellevue by six. Strangely, I'm going to go Bellevue as well, but just by two points. That wouldn't be a shock, to be honest. I mean, everybody else you got you got Wolves ten, Bellevue four, Wolves four. I mean, it's that's the, it's that sort of old Plymouth against Newcastle. Sorry, did we miss that one off? Oh right, okay, yeah, okay. Apologies. Okay, well, this is just. Re- it's up to you, Chris. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Plymouth by 20. Plymouth by 25. 25? Does that mean there's going to be dead? 26. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Go. I've gone Plymouth by 24. Hopefully Newcastle can make a bit of a fight of that one. But I just can't see it, unfortunately. Rich Thomas says Plymouth by 30. Wouldn't surprise it's you just, though. No, it was, and it's just sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, we, we, not, none of us wanted to do that, but that's just where they are. I mean, you you expect to see some. You expect to see the odd sixty thirty now and again, don't you? But I mean, it's the same. I mean, we've got people here that I mean, the, the match is a week away, and you've already got people saying that's well, going to be sixty thirty. And, and to be fair, you can't can't really say that they're wrong, can you? No, and you want to. Yeah, but, it's, it's yeah. not good. It's not. It's not good for Newcastle. And I don't think it's good for the Championship either. No, not good for Speedway. No. Yeah. Uh, Caroline Barker is a Brummies. <laughs> I'm, Brummies. Going, I'm, I'm <laughs> going Birmingham Brummies Speedway. Today. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to the, see the Brummies tomorrow as well. Um, and hope it's just. I, I, I hope for an entertaining meeting. First and foremost, uh, I, I did see on Facebook there was a lot of talk about uh, how poor the the crowd was, and then other people saying, "Well, that was the way the cameras showed it." Was that Newcastle? Yeah. No, no, no. Birmingham, it was on the. Um, yeah. Was it or was it just wasn't the best mate? No. It wasn't it? Wasn't great, was it? No, it wasn't. No, there was quite a few people inside, to be fair, but. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, that's, that's a fair pull from Dylan. I hope they can keep the dust down tomorrow because it was the last couple of weeks at Perry Boris, but the dust has been quite. Yeah, I mean, good, I know that they put a lot of water down. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, it was like, oh, do we pour any more because it might rain? Because there was rain forecast. And, mm. uh, it didn't get any. It was lovely. It was lovely gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they could have done with putting more water out earlier in the match. Yeah. Personally, but I think this is the difficulty that a lot of clubs have got now because not having their own stadiums, they get they they work on the track when they're allowed to, mm. which is not very often, unfortunately. Yeah, and we've had nothing but dry days since. It's going to be a warm mm. one tomorrow night. Yeah, well, by the way. So it's going. Yeah, so they need to they need to start putting the water down now. Probably. I'm not saying flood it, but uh, I think they'll think they'll have to flood it. Trouble, trouble. Our, our track dries so quick. Yeah, it's got one of the best drainage in in the country. Yeah, um, and it's even better at the moment because it's just been uh, relayed. Yeah. 
Spuddy mm. says the thing is people will come to see a winning team as much as Brum try they aren't that at the moment need to make an inspiring signing from somewhere Bin Vissing and get a proper number one strong reserve to partner Shane's and Jobs are good and we are that close to being a decent That's team a, well, that, that is a fair point though mm. isn't it you know People's habits have changed now, haven't they? In, in any sport, you mm. know, they don't support Birmingham Speedway. They support a winning Birmingham Speedway. Well, and you've got a hard call that support Birmingham Speedway. But yeah, yeah it, it's uh, Pete Clark says no rain forecast for tomorrow. Watering will start at six a.m. onwards, yeah. and he would know because he'll probably be there doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, he works hard. Just peace. Oh, it's good to know that somebody at the track uh, works hard. I'm waiting for that. Wah, 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 oh, sorry. Wah. No, I've only got this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more appropriate, actually. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's one of the. Uh, is that why you did your back as you were working on the track? Or? It was just standing with, with my red flag, and all of a sudden, because you know, you, as you know, I've had some problems recently, but let's not get down there. Spuddy says, do you want to talk about Wolves' statement from last night? Pete Adams saying, we won the meeting from Heat 8 onwards. What help does that do us? We still lost by 12. Mm, That's a fair point, to be honest. Um, I mean, I think, as I said before, I I think we threw away the match against Sheffield. Mm. There was a match there that really was there for the taking, I thought. And uh, I don't think Sheffield were that great, but they dug in, hung on, and... uh, they got the win in the end, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean, unfortunately, that's the second time this season that Wolves have been gone into an gone to an away meeting, been in front, going into the last eight, and conceded the f- a five-one in the last eight because we did it at, uh, at Ipswich as well. And mm. in, in in with the with the the, the point scoring structure now, you have to get points away from home to get further up the league. You can't. Just, I don't think. I think the days of being successful just by winning all your home matches and keeping it close away are gone. You've got to get mm. big points away from home. I mean, our home form, away form has been pretty good this season. Obviously, we've we've already won at uh, Bellevue, we won at Peterborough, um, obviously we've won at Sheffield as well. So we can compete away from home. It's just the the, the, the weakness really at the moment is at reserve. As uh, I mean, Drew Kemp is is been better at Monmer in the last few weeks but I mean his away performances have, have really been poor right. you know he was poor at it Sheffield it feels on. strange that because you know he's sort of one of our great white hopes mm. if you like um, uh, regarding um, uh, away form uh, off the top of your head which which club would you say has got the best away form this season so far I would say probably Sheffield in the top Sheffield league in the top yeah. league yeah. Paul probably well the Leicester's Starting to yeah, I mean, Leicester they, started slowly, didn't they? Mm. But they've started. Uh, they had a bit of a talking to, didn't they? <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four points dropped minimum at Ipswich and Sheffield. Imagine Wolves miss out by a couple of those two losses. Will come back to bite. I think it's a possibility, but I yeah. think well, I think Wolves are going to make the playoffs, aren't they? At the very least. Well, there's only two teams that won't make the playoffs in the top league, which is uh, sort of indignant on the on how many teams there are in it. So. Dylan Spuddy says it red car in the championship and Ipswich in the premiership. Well, Ipswich, of course, have been to Monmouth and once, haven't they? Mm. So, and of course, red car are at Perryville in a couple of weeks, I think, aren't they? So, yes, they are. Could be an interesting mm. match. Yeah, there <laughs> might be a bit of needle in that one, to be honest. Mm. So, uh, I hope Jai Etheridge makes a full recovery from his collarbone injury. Not sure how many more bangs the lad can take. Yeah, totally agree with that. He's, um, I, 
a really right giant ridge as well. Mm-hmm. I think you've probably, well, certainly you've got to say the same thing about Nicky Pedersen as well. You know, obviously another, mm. pr- you know, I mean, this this injury that he sustained this time looks pretty horrific, to be honest. And, uh, you know, over 40, you you don't you wonder how many more knocks he can yeah, take. Yeah, maybe knock his on the head now. I mean, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, it, just to go from being this in this adrenaline fueled sport yeah. to and you live not suppose, in it, and uh, I mean, as we know, Soren Shoston <laughs> uh, had, had problems with exactly that. I think there were other uh, problems with Soren Shoston. To be fair, though, those other problems uh, but, may well have been caused by yeah, that. But so. yeah, well, apparently he rode last night. Uh, thanks, Craig. Hmm. <laughs> I. <laughs> you going to read that one? No. I don't understand it. <laughs> so I'll let somebody else. Mike's mate, uh, Michael Palm, toffed at Perry Bar tomorrow night. Just realised charity boxing. Match. <laughs> <laughs> not, have I ever said? A... Yeah, I might have said probably. It, mate, yeah. Who knows? Who That's knows? Probably, yeah. It's all water under the bridge now. Um, yeah. Well, can you believe it? It's that time. Of the night again. As long as, as long as you don't start walking around the pits in the red car, making putting salt in people's engines, then uh, or sugar even. So. <laughs> I wouldn't. Just have, don't put the ideas in my head. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, just, just a reminder: the this uh, this show will be on a podcast tomorrow, and you can um, download it from Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and many more major platforms. So please do. Yep, it all helps. Every little helps. Sure it does. Um, well, with that, uh, I hope you and your team do well. We get no more injuries this week. And the sun stays shining. Uh, take care, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. A reminder, you can catch all our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all major podcast platforms. SRB Media. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.